0: This podcast is brought to you by Jewishpodcast.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Hey everyone, this is your Shor Alt. Welcome to the Fascinating Insights Podcast. Welcome to wherever you're listening from, whether you're listening from France, from America, from Israel, from England, from Belgium, wherever. Welcome. Thanks for joining. To receive the Fascinating Insights articles weekly, send an email to yalt3285 at gmail.com. yalt3285 at gmail.com. It is available in English, Hebrew, and in French. You can also send an email to that email address if you have any questions or comments on this episode or any other of the episodes. And please share this podcast with anyone who may benefit from it. Hello and welcome everyone. In this week's episode I'd like to discuss something that connects to Purim and what being a Jew is, so I hope you will enjoy. There are different titles ascribed to Our different great people, for example, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe, our teacher, or Aaron HaKoyen. That describes who they were, as Aaron was the Koyen Gadol Moshe was our Rebbe. However, when it comes to Mordechai, in the Megillah, he is called HaYehudi, Mordechai HaYehudi, Mordechai the Jew. Why is he given this appellation, this title? The pasuk says in Pashut Kisisa in Shmoyis thirty four fourteen not to bow to an alien god. And over there in the pasuk acher has a big resh. In contrast, in the pasuk Shmoyisrael Hashem l'kino which is in dvorim vav dalad six four, so the dalad of Acher is large, and this is to avoid the confusion. And we must not say Hashem Acher or Lechish Tachweh Lechel Echad. This is where Shalm Hirsch tells us to Dvarim Vav 6 A person at times can do an act that he thinks is for Hashem when really it is the opposite. So, what is the difference between Echad and Acher? There's a small thorn like piece that sticks out of the letter. On the upper right side of the letter Dalad. The Dalad is firm and unbending. It doesn't tilt even a bit. This is in contrast to obviously a Reish, which is rounded at the top right. So the firm Dalad alludes to that this is what makes, this is what it takes to make it to Echad. Meaning, for example, it means not bending our Akashic standards when we're on vacation or not looking at that which is inappropriate. appropriate. Not missing Zman Kriyashma. It's standing firm and keeping to the proper laws. To be part of Hashem Echad, we need the Kites. Kites is the thorn that's the, on the upper right of the Dalit, the part that protrudes. This is obviously in contrast to the Reish that curves on the right side, which alludes to that someone who is in Acher bends his values to lower his standard of Kashros and his observance of Judaism and the like. If we take the numerical value, the gematria of the letter Reish, Reish is 200, and the letter dalid has a gematria of 4. The difference between 200 and 4 is is one hundred ninety-six, and that is the gematria of Kites. Kuf Vav Tzadi Tzadi is ninety, Vav is six, and Kuf is a hundred. That's one hundred ninety-six. That is the difference between an Echad Jew and an Achad Jew. As Ach as Echad is one who is unbending and unwavering in and Avirus Hashem. Just like the Pasuk says, "Mutaras Kalena Tisi," from Yetera I did not swerve, which is found in Tehillim one nineteen fifty one, Kuf Yutest Nadalaf. The word kites literally means a thorn, which is that which hurts. And at times, to be part of Hashem Shemachar, it hurts. There's a sacrifice involved. For example, rising up early in the morning to get up to Davan or fasting on fast days, observing the morning of the three weeks of the nine days, and many other laws. A practical example of this is the Manchester Rosh Hashiva who would only wash for bread if he knew he had time for the proper kavona and benching. Otherwise he would not wash, and therefore not eat the bread. Another instance of this is the Klozenberger Rebbe, who while he was in a hospital after the Holocaust, was reviewing the parasha. He was doing Shtayim B'Kamech for the times that he missed while he was in the concentration camps. Unbelievable devotion. After the sin of the Egel, Hashem told Moshe Lech Rein, to which Rashi comments, Raid Mugdulascha, descend from your greatness. This is found in Laman Bays, Zion and Sefrashmois in Kisisa 327. It says Lech read and Rashi says Raid Mikdulasha. The Agar Dekala, who's the same author as the Bray Saskhar, he tells us in he says this in Kisisa, in the paragraph that begins Debiya Basha It's also found in the Bray Saskhar in Adar Baizchasyod. And he explains that since we sinned with the Egell, we, we turned the reish, the dalin into a Reish. And that's what's meant, Reid with That which he made the Reish of Acher. Big. And the dalin of Echad. Made large. Which is G'dulazcha. Meaning he made a grade of the Torah. He made it large. Those letters well, the idea of those letters were confused since the Jews worshiped the Egel. So that's Raid Migdulazcha. Raid is Reish Dalad. Which Rashi, Rashi says Raid Migdulazcha over there on that passage. So Raid is Reish Dalad. The Reish of the Dalad is to take down Migdulazcha from its greatness. And the fact that he made it large since the Jews worshiped the Egel. So this way we can understand where Yeridus Haderas comes from. The descending of generations. That as the generations progress, they. Are lower spiritually, and that comes from making the dalad into a reish, from bending the firmness and curving it into the reish, which is what the reish represents. How do we spell a generation How do we spell the word generation in Hebrew in lashon haKodesh? Dalad reish dar. That is going from the dalad to the reish. And the truth is, if we take the dollar narration and spell it backwards, the word Dar, we get Raid, which means to descend, to go down. Who did Mordecai refuse Tabaru? Haman. And Haman comes from Amalek. Amalek embodies Suffolk, doubt, as is indicated in their identical gabachu. as Suffolk has a gabachu of 240, which is is the same as Amalek. The Jewish people's encounter with Amalek was after the words Hayesha Sheber Kabedu is Hashem among us or not? Which is doubt, which is suffix which is the idea of Abalik, and the next words after that, where this this is found in Shmoyis Yidzayin Zayin and Ches 17:7 and 8, and the next words right after that is Avayav After the words Hayesha Sheber Kabedu Abayin is Hashem among us or not? The next words are Avayav Abalik. came and battled us. So where there is Suffolk, there is a Malak. A represents the evil in the world, and that's why it is no surprise that El Acher, an alien god, has the same gematria as a It's two hundred forty. It is a who tells us to go from the Echad to the Acher. We are called an Abkheir Eirev, a stiff decadation. This is found in Shmois thirty-two nine, Lament Bays. Tess, and that gives us the ability, the gives us the ability to hold on to the kites, onto the firmness, and being unbending, unwavering. There was only one Jew, Borachai, who did a bad as it says in Esther Gimel Bays 3 2. he refused to bend himself to the Acher. And in fact, the Gemara tells us in Megillah 13a, in Yud-Gibble Aleph, that whoever rejects idolatry is called a Yehudi. Mordechai did not bow to Haman, who made himself an object of worship. As the Gemara tells us in Megillah, in Yud-Gibble Aleph, 19a, this we must learn from we must learn from Mordecai's ways as indicated from the fact that Mordecai, the word Mordecai, the name Mordechai is composed of the same letters as Midarke, that we have to learn from his ways. Purim falls out of the month of Adar. The Aleph of Adar the letter Allah represents Hashem as Aleph has a gematria of one which refers to Hashem Echar, Hashem who is one. There's other, other illusions also, as Aleph is the first letter of Eli Kim. Also, Aleph represents the Aluf HaShelaylam. Aleph spelled out as Aluf. It's the same word, Aleph and Aluf. spelled can be spelled the same way. Aluf HaShelaylam is the master of the world. And there's other illusions as well. As Aleph, if we break up the letter Aleph, it's comprised of a vav across the middle and two yuds, on the upper right and the, on the lower left. A uh, yud has a gematria of ten, and two yuds, ten and ten is twenty, and the vav is six, that's twenty-six. So uh, an aleph is comprised of two yuds and a vav, which is twenty-six, the same gematria as yud ke, ke Hashem's name. And there's other illusions as well. So the aleph of Adar represents Hashem. And we put Hashem first, as indicated by the aleph, which is the first letter of Adar, meaning that we put his will before our will, then we observe the difference between the next two letters. We observe the difference between the next two letters, which is Dalen and Raish. because Adar is Aleph, Dalen, meaning when we put Hashem first, we put his will before our will, we observe the difference between the Dalen and the Raish. I hope you enjoyed. Be well. Just a reminder to hit subscribe wherever you are listening to this episode, whether you're listening on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever. Please share these episodes with other people so that they can also benefit. And please read and review this podcast so that other people can be inspired. Take care, everyone.